Welcome to the Caregiver Conversations podcast. My name is Antonia Harbin-Lamb, and I am the Program Manager for Great Lakes Legal Mediation Division. The purpose of this podcast is to provide information and resources for caregivers so they can be more successful and effective caregivers. This podcast is being sponsored by the PREVENT Initiative. The PREVENT Initiative funds programs focused on elder abuse and neglect prevention. Today, we will be discussing how caregivers can protect their older loved ones from scams. Today, I am happy to have with me Irma Thomas. Irma Yarbrough Thomas is a graduate of the University of Michigan Dearborn and Michigan State University Law School. She is currently the managing attorney for the Elder Law and Advocacy Center at Neighborhood Legal Services Michigan. She provides advice, services, and representation to older adults and their caregivers in a wide range of topics or practices like poverty law matters, focusing on housing, consumer, finance, public benefits, disability, employment, guardianship, and probate issues. She has participated in coordinating and providing law-related education and community outreach services. Irma also serves on the board of directors at the Detroit Edison Public School Academy and the Michigan Poverty Law Program Advisory Board and is a member of the State Bar of Michigan's Elder Law and Disability Rights Sections Council and the State Bar of Michigan. Thank you for joining me today, Irma. Thank you for having me. Irma and I actually work together at the Elder Law and Advocacy Center, and we see older adults who have been scammed. I would say that this is becoming a little bit more prevalent. What do you think, Irma? Yes, it has been. And during this time, some of the scams that I've seen affecting seniors are the COVID-19 scams, grandparent scams, identity theft involving unemployment benefits, social security scams, and of course, the financial abuse of the uh, elderly. Can you tell us a little bit more about the financial abuse? Well, financial abuse is the illegal or improper use of an older adult's funds, property, or asset. The perpetrator is usually often a relative, a caregiver, someone in a position of trust. And what I would say as a caregiver, what you want to look for, if that person who's actually financially abusing the elderly is not a caregiver, I would ask that the caregiver should look for certain signs, usually a change in bank accounts or money management, unusual or sudden changes in a state plan or other financial documents, or unpaid bills. Again, the financial abuse, illegal or improper use of an adult funds is a crime. Thank you, Irma. That's really important information. And I'm sure that, you know, that's going to be very helpful to caregivers. What can a caregiver do if they find out that their older adult loved one has been scammed? Any of the scams that you mentioned, how do they address that? Well, I think the first thing that they should do is contact the police and file a report. They should also Find out the source who that, if you can find out who that person is, you can also contact the attorney general. You can contact the adult protective services. 
If it happens to be in a licensed facility, you can also contact the long-term care ombudsman, the licensing and regulatory affairs, and the Michigan, again, the Michigan Attorney General's office. You can also contact our office, Neighborhood Legal Services, the Elder Law Center. If that person has been sued, we can assist by contacting the creditor or the plaintiff and explain that this person has been a victim of financial abuse, identity theft, and those are some of the ways in which we can assist. Are there any additional resources that you can provide for those who may have been scammed? Is there anything else that they should know? At this time, it's really difficult because seniors are so isolated at this time, but it's important that as a caregiver, as a neighbor, as a friend, that you're calling uh, and checking up on seniors and you're finding out how they're doing. So that's the best advice I can give because during COVID-19, it is really difficult. Seniors are isolating themselves because they're vulnerable to this disease. So they, um, you know, some of them are shut in. So it's very important just to communicate and find out how they're doing. Now, you had mentioned the COVID-19 scam. That seems to be pretty relevant for this time frame, obviously, with the pandemic going on. Can you tell us a little bit more about that particular scam and what people should look out for? So the COVID-19 scams are scams offering COVID-19 vaccines, cure, air filters, testing. The Federal Trade Commission is warning against an increasing number of scams related to vaccines, test kits, cures or treatment, and air filter systems designed to remove COVID-19 from the air in your home. There is no vaccine at this time. If you receive a phone call, email, text message, or letter with claims to sell uh, you any of these items, it's a scam. There's also, uh, during this time, there's fake COVID-19 charity scams. Be careful about anyone calling you a charity asking for a donation. However, if you are able to help someone in need at this time, I would suggest that you go on their website and do a little research prior to sending any money. Okay, thank you, Irma. That's great information for caregivers. Can you give us a little bit more information about the grandparent scam? Well, the grandparent scam, person in need, is a old scam. The variation that they've changed it during uh, COVID-19 is someone will call and pretend to be a grandchild or a relative or friend and say that they're sick and they're stranded in another state or foreign country or otherwise in trouble and ask the senior to send money. They may ask them to send cash by mail or even gift cards. These scams often beg the senior to keep it a secret or to act really fast. So the thing is, is not to panic and for uh, the senior to take a deep breath and get the facts. Don't send any money unless you're sure it's the real person who contacted you. The senior should hang up and call their grandchild or their friend or relative's phone number to find out if the story actually checks out. How about this social security scam? I know that I've heard a lot about this, and I know that social security office doesn't call you personally, doesn't leave messages. Can you talk about that one a little bit further? Well, the scam targeting social security benefits is 
uh, a senior may get a letter or may get a call from someone pretending to be the Social Security Administration saying that their benefits will be suspended or decreased because of the COVID-19. Scammers may mislead the person in believing that they need to provide personal information or pay by, again, by gift card or do a wire transfer to pay up for, say, if there's, they may say that there was an overpayment in your benefits and that they need to reimburse that, reimburse the Social Security Administration in order to continue to receive their benefits. The Social Security Administration will not suspend or decrease your benefits due to COVID-19. If you're receiving a text, a letter, or email, or phone call, you should report that to the Social Security Inspector General. Thank you, Irma. Can you tell us about financial abuse? Well, we often see financial abuse in our office. Um, we have clients or, who call in, and sometimes they are not even aware that they have been victims of financial abuse, and they are calling in because they can't pay bills. And once you investigate it a little more, you determine that a relative or a friend has come in and has taken over the senior finances, and they've actually depleted their finances, and they are unable. Of, we've had several clients calling in because they're about to be evicted, and they are unable to pay their rent because a loved one, a, supposed to be a trusted loved one, has taken money out of their bank account. A lot of seniors will add other relatives to their bank account. And when you add someone to your bank account as a joint owner, they have the right to also withdraw money. Even if that money is not theirs, the bank will not investigate it if you add someone there because they are entitled to take that money. But again, we advise our seniors not to add people to their bank account. We also advise our seniors to, if you're having someone handle your finances, you need to trust them with your life because in reality, your life is in their hands. If they take money and you're unable to pay your rent or mortgages or buy food, it affects your life. Okay, those are really helpful suggestions. Where can caregivers get more information about scams or the services that you provide at the Elder Law and Advocacy Center? Well, they can always call us. I would suggest that to stay on top of what types of scams that are going on, that they check the website for the Federal Trade Commission. They keep the most up-to-date information on current scams. Also, the Michigan Attorney General website, they have excellent material. Also, we partner with Wayne State uh, University Institute of Gerontology, and they have a program that's called Successful Aging Through Financial Empowerment, which is called SAFE. And if they happen to be a victim of financial exploitation or scam, this program help older adults recover financially and emotionally after being victims of scams or identity theft. They educate older adults and people who care for them about the different scams and identity theft techniques. And they strengthen financial literacy through education, interactive workshops. Okay, thank you, Irma, for those resources, and thank you for being with us today. This is Antonia Harbin-Lamb. Thank you for listening. For more information about our mediation program and more podcasts, please call 313-937-8282 or find us on Facebook at Great Lakes Legal Mediation Division. It's where families coming apart come together.